Hey Fadies, thanks for listening to The Fate of Ison. Uh, same as last episode, we are currently in between chapters of the Apple Squatter's story, but that means we get to check in on the heroes of the Surge campaign. Uh, Kaidron Faust, the human wizard, Rad Boomerang, the human fighter, and Sasha Torchwood, the elf sorcerer. This is a long one, so let's just jump right into it after a super quick recap. Last time, our hero stole a magical relic from a powerful underworld wizard called Alarkon, then fled the city of Garrington. Using an inventive combination of techniques and a hog named Wilfred, they all made it out the northern gate and reconvened in the Wolfwood. They made camp and were visited in the night by a prosperity demon named Jobler, who came bearing magical gifts from Leoman, the god of community. What actually happened? Yeah, so the last thing that happened is uh, you guys had your meeting with Jobler, the prosperity demon who gave you some magic items. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you went to sleep in the Lehman's tiny hut in the middle of the Wolfwood. Well, I say in the middle, a few hours into it. It's a very, very big wood. Yeah. When you guys sleep in the hut... Do you take turns at watch, or do you just trust the hut and just sleep, all of you? In the past, we've taken turns at watching. Yeah, have we have we been through um, anything particularly rough lately? Not really, right? There's no, I mean, there's no reason for us to all exhausted fall asleep, so I think we just hit our usual habits. We, we know Alarcon's probably chasing us after the whole stealing his stone and blasting him with a thunder thing yeah I'd say, I'd say part of part of our keeping watch now is probably keeping uh, that stupid orb um near near our line of sight as we yeah. as we stay out so that we yeah. can continue continue to sense um sasha <laughs> <laughs> she's still there <laughs> every 15 minutes yeah <laughs> green yeah. um cool do you now know? we have three of the orbs too do you guys want to tell me an order of watch for the first night Oh, uh, Kydron will go first. Who does mine? Okay. Yeah, you've got some in the wank shack anyway, right? Yeah. Rad will go after after Kydron. Okay. Cool. And so then... that'll... The 10 to midnight? <laughs> yeah, and then Sasha will after that. And we'll basically yep. split the night into three, but it'll still count as a long rest. And yeah, so Rad, you see on your watch a wolf, just a, like a lone singular grey wolf, sort of sniff its way around the camp um like noticeably um sniffing the track for where you and the hog and everything came through and it sort of sniffs around the edge of the hut as well because it's obviously it's got the scent from your tracks and it sniffs around for a good 15 20 minutes before it leaves and then you don't see it again uh, and then sasha as the night goes on um in your watch you see a whole army of about 100 or 100 to 150 wolves all sort of sniffing around investigating the area as well and they all sort of brush up against the hut in their search and then they all eventually leave too as the sun rises can i get a knowledge of nature okay well, let me can i roll dice rolling it up uh. it's purely for flavor because the wolfwood is notoriously very full of wolves right yeah or um, if you guys wanted to do something stupid and like step out of the hut or something <laughs> And fight a wolf. I'm into it. Uh, Kytron is fast asleep at that point. I just um, like you know, I mean, metagaming, etc. But I know that that both those numbers are 
numbers that wolves don't have, right? You, you don't see a wolf. You see a dozen wolves, and equally, you don't see a hundred wolves yeah. ever in in our plane. Yeah. Is that a thing in this plane? Yeah, I well, we, say, are, we are in the wolf yeah. wood. I would say you don't. Uh, even, also, you don't, I, you don't even need I to roll. Fourteen. Yeah, right. Um, you would. Say it's it's local knowledge for pretty much everyone on um the on the main continent, or at least at least in the kingdoms of Tyrannus, um, Pinebridge, and Valentia, that the wolfwood is very aptly named. Right. So wolves have weird behaviors. Oh, and there's just we see wolves last somewhere in there. Did yes. we or not? Yes, you got chased by them on the very first day that you met. Um, right, so, and the, that means we, it doesn't make me think, oh, Enchanted Wolf, or that's not a real wolf. Yeah, no, you would certainly think this is just normal of the wolf wood. It's just, right, right, okay, it's cool. just so many of them. It's like scooping up a net and catching a billion fish. Like, it's, it's just riddled with wolves. So, by the way, like, when we, when we did this tiny hut, like, Wilfred is inside with us, right? Sure. Wait, who the fuck is... Oh, the, the warg. The, the, yeah, it? I'm thinking so, Sasha, because otherwise he would have just been wolf dinner. Yeah, and also and, and people would be like, like kind of. fucking, there's a fucking Wolfred right there. Yeah. yeah. Position. And how slick is that? I, this thing just carried us to safety and we're like, later! <laughs> yeah, and there is a wagon sitting outside the hut, too. Yeah, that's outside. That's yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I would I would assume okay. that you left nothing in it. Of value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was really only like hay and apples in it originally, need, plus those two. <laughs> we need um, a, a wagon that can fold down enough that it can be concealed in a hut. <laughs> the, um, the hut's actually not tiny, it's 10 foot radius, so 20 foot across. So what's that? Five, six meters across? I mean, that's a decent sized hut. Yeah, it can Could you put a wagon in it and still sleep there? I mean, if people were sleeping inside the wagon, probably, yeah. Okay, I'll, but let's assume we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wilfred's inside, the wagon's outside. Yeah. So the how much? How much is a hog, Brad? Because I was just looking, because I was just adding it to my, because I was adding my portable hole to equipment, and I was like, okay, so a wagon's like thirty-five GP, sweet. But like, I don't know how much a hog is. Did have... you just give us all the money? No, You're... God no. Yeah, because I found price for a pig and pricing for a horse and. For a... <laughs> <laughs> put it in between the two. Fair enough. Seems um, fair. It's a fast pig. A draft horse is 50 gold. Riding horse is 75. A pony is 30. We'll say a hog is 30 gold. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was in the middle of, like, bargaining because this is, like, a shitty wagon and a shitty hog, but I just ended up paying full price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you paid 65 for the two of them, off you 420, you've got 355 left, yeah? Yeah, that's what I was just trying to figure out, like how much money and stuff we had while I'm there tracking shit. So, um, Sasha, you are on watch when the night ends and the sun rises. So you watch this army of wolves sort of slink away into the darkness of the trees as the sky starts to brighten up. (laughs) And then it becomes full morning. And I presume the spell just runs out after eight hours. Yep. Or I think when we leave, but yeah, pretty much, yeah. So we, we do know where the Well of Hellspreak is vaguely, eh? So we're kind of cruising in that direction. Yeah, you know that um, it's in the uh, Eternal Forest, which is right in the middle of the continent. That's about three weeks away. It's sort of, yeah, like directly north, about three odd weeks on foot. 
Didn't we get the three balls with the nightmares or four or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, with the no, they're just um, uh, daily. Steed. It's called daily steed, and yeah, they're just like fully charged and fully rested um, horses, stallions. For for is it just a one-off that we yeah, have it? every day? Uh, every day that you can run three horses every day. So would we not just be abandoning Wilfred in the wagon and taking off on these because we're trying to get there faster? Or let, we... Let's sell them in town. That's part of your yeah, order. let's sell them in town. Go to the next town and sell to, it or something. We don't want to go back to the same town. No, no, there's a town outside of... Wait, isn't it? Uh, we're not, we weren't in the town where I had chucked the ham at someone, right? Yeah, we were, we're currently in the Wilfred. You just left that town, Garrington, the capital of Valentia? Oh, for some reason I thought we were on the opposite side of it. Is there, uh, where's, where's, is there a nearby town within a day's ride on a, on a walk? Uh, walk? Def- no, not, walk. Within, not within a day. It's going to take you, you you would know, um, in fact Kydron would probably know best, Sasha wouldn't know at all, that it takes about five days to get through the wood on like mm. at like a walking pace. How fast uh, on the daily steeds? Could we ride horses through woods? Uh, isn't that... If you stick to the roads, you could ride the horses. So this is all decisions that you guys are going to have to make. Um, and yeah. if, if you stick to the horses um, on the roads, it would take four days. Not that fast. Mm. But how, right, so we how might hard well. is this guy searching for us? Like, Well, uh, to be honest, I think it's not so much about that. It's more about the fact we need to get to the wellspring of Helig before the whole search thing happens and fucks up the entire world. Mm. So we've got multiple issues here. But yeah. I, I sort of thought it was pace was pretty important. So I would have thought... Mm. Given I'm just wondering. Distance, we'd maybe free Wilfred yeah, to be consumed by wolves and take off. No, yeah, yeah, fair. But like, I was just wondering more. Like, even even more than that. Like, I mean, Wilfred's not going to be able to go off the roads because the wagon. Well, he could, but the wagon couldn't. But <laughs> by following the roads, are we leaving ourselves just open to a Larkin fighting us? Does he know where we're going? He kind of does, eh? Nah, not really. I mean, I, you, can, you can imagine, no. with his research, and that he knows about the surge and stuff, he might know the direction that you're probably heading. Like, you could, you would ask, he didn't say that, but you could probably put together that work. With what he, he knows what you know, pretty much. Yeah. So, I just so essentially the decision falls be... down to, do we try and get away from him by speed, which would be using the, the daily steeds on the roads, or deception, which would be charging through the wood, off the roads to try and hide. Essentially, team, do you guys reckon? Like, is, is the Wolfwood the normal way to travel between the two points that we're talking about here? Uh, yeah, the only way to get to any other kingdom from Gar- uh, from Valentia is to go through the Wolfwood. Like, it sort of acts as the border for for that whole kingdom. So, is there a bunch of other people doing it right now? Um, you can, yeah. It's it's like a trade route. It's not very safe, but it's a trade route. Sort of keeps people out. But at the same time, it keeps people out. You know, like it's good and bad. So do we just keep hopping on this fucking wagon and pretending to be like more traders and like sacrifice a bit of speed in order to get on the other side of this thing at least, and then and then take off from that direction? I don't know. Like, I don't I know. Guess if we do that, we've got the daily steeds. If we do get set upon, we can bust them out and take off. Yeah. Quickly then, if it comes well, to it. Because I can speaking. hide you two in this cart. Like, if I'm just driving with Kalani or whatever, 
and the two of you are just chilling, hiding in the hay. Yeah, you know, well, we look pretty bike, inconspicuous for a day's travel. Make another compass orb. I think we just, yeah, I think we load up the wagon. We, you know, stay watchful and alert and don't fuck about. But Molly come- stabs herself and reaches through time, just reaches through with this knife, and this knife just drops at Sasha's foot. She's like, stab someone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Fucking knife. I hate that knife. Molly's never been here, so she couldn't get there. (laughs) Yeah, true. So, yeah, I think we just we just do it and stay alert. You know, it's it's not tiring any of us if if Wilfred's doing the work. Let's be fair. We've got a fair bit of firepower if shit comes our way between Brad's fighter skills, Sasha's sorcerer, Kailani can fucking do anybody and car drunk yeah. sling. I just, I just worry that the biggest advantage we have over Larkon right now is that he can't find us unless he, you know, unless he knows where to look. And right now so he knows where to look. he you he can make another thing. Yeah. He can, he can that, that's got to give us at least an, uh, I can't 24 imagine, hours, right? Yeah, I can't imagine that's going to be easy to well, make. Uh, he reckons that he, that he, that he could make one in about, in about a day. So we've got a bit of a head start and he kind of knows roughly where we're going. I mean, look, he could be coming, but we kind of know about that if 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 he's got the means to find us wherever by the way brad we're currently in the car arguing about this yeah this is on its way you know like not arguing but like discussing this as we're going and every time someone rides past us or whatever i'm like down you know to those two just in case okay well i think piloting and and just make sure we've got somebody looking out behind and stuff like that like we're alertly traveling kind of as quickly as we can without drawing obvious attention to what ourselves. options we have right now yeah. you know we're still traveling and talking yeah yeah and okay. i think obviously we're not just standing on the side of the road yeah <laughs> important thing yeah so you're all on or near the hog cart getting pulled by wilfred on the roads right Yes. Yeah. That's yep. your group decision. Yeah. Okay, so it's gonna at that it's gonna currently. Yeah. So that plan is gonna take five days, and Kaidron would probably know that. Yeah. And as as you just pointed out, Alarcon can make a new compass orb after about twenty four hours. So what I'm gonna do is every day just roll a d twenty, and if it's nineteen or twenty, he succeeds that day in making one and gets on to your trail. Wait, does that mean he makes one on an average of like a week? Yeah, like sometimes he makes it in a day and sometimes it takes him a bit longer. He's just got to focus the right kind of magic in the right kind of way. Yeah, even once he's made it, he still needs to then come chasing us. So we just need to fucking get some... All right, all right, all right. I'm going to roll day one. Also, what else happens day one? Do we see people? Is there food? Um, So... Do we see people? Is there food? I love it. Very specific. Yeah, so with your five-day plan of traveling through the wood on the cart, assuming Alarcon doesn't magically roll a great roll straight away we're going to have three days of 18 18 yep. close he, he almost makes one but then it shatters <laughs> Good he, and he's in his office and he's just going fucking kaidron faust Jules, yeah. do it do it fucking frog him with me you can <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then his um so what we'll do is we will just roleplay, summarize some narratively interesting things that happen to you over three days of traveling on the roads. So if you want to like yeah. pick one of your skills or something and like see how that goes and to summarize just some significant time passing. 
and then on the fourth day, an event is going to happen. Hmm. Kydron's got decent nature skills, so as he's going, he'll keep his eye out for interesting plants and berries that might be useful for making potions and shit like that, and just, well, you know, add a tasty spice to the soup in the evening and things like that. He'll just keep his eye out for that. Okay. Good-looking mushrooms that get you tripping bars, things like that. Okay, so roll that up. Examining any wolf feces that he sees. Him and the feces. Uh, and it's just, if he needs to roll for nature on that, it's a 16. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Um, yeah. Good you, feces, man. You find lots of uh, wolf feces that tell you all sorts of things about the, the population of wolves, where they go to, where they come from, what they eat, how many there are roughly, and things like that. You do also find uh, various herbs and berries and things that you find useful, and some that you don't. So you're like, oh shit, don't don't want to put my hands all over that. As well as just general nature watching, you see interesting creatures like um, like owls, and you see some deer and elk and boars and things. Just a whole lot of wildlife just off the path. Woodland stuff. Yep. I'd love to roll a bit of insight just just to see how um, Kailani's reacting to all this. What's going on in her mind? How she's feeling about keeping humanity alive, etc., etc. So I'm just like yeah. during conversations with her while we're hiding in a in a wagon. Oh no, I rolled an eight. Okay. Plus six, fourteen. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. She's sort of like cagey at first. Like she, she gets that you're trying to like probe for information. So yeah. she she doesn't really want to give it to begin with. And then over time, she uh, you either wear her down or she just decides that she likes you and starts to um tell you, tell you that yeah she's scared. She feels that there's a lot of pressure on her. Um. And that or she's really concerned that she she just hopes she can do whatever the right thing is. But she doesn't. Oh, nice. But she doesn't know if she'll be able to. But she's just. Her whole thing is, I hope I can do it. But you also, you also sort of get a hint of like, I hope I can make people happy. But you don't necessarily know if that means you or the world at large or like some other people. You have no idea. But she definitely points to that a few times of like, there are people I want to make happy, and I hope I do. Should we roll for um, a like on a like on day two? Uh, yep, someone can roll that. Yeah. By the way, Sasha's just like teaching people how to be stealthier because she's like, you guys really don't know anything about how to be quiet, be secret, you know, so she's like teaching you a bunch of stuff about that. Okay, I don't really know what an education role would be, so... Just stealth, wouldn't it be if she's teaching that? Yeah, but she's not being stealthy. No, I'm demonstrating oh, how to be stealthy right. and being stealthy, you know what I mean? Just fucking sneaking up on people and downtraining them like, ah, stealth, motherfucker. <laughs> I can just make like, this, this comical... like, it's lunch break and they're like looking around and they're like, where did Sasha go? And I'm like, right here, fuckers. That's what <laughs> camouflage is. You know, like, <laughs> just that kind of stuff. Just this, just this montage of her, like, peeking her head out from various trees, like the monkeys or something. <laughs> okay, roll stealth. See how well your lessons go. Um... 16 plus 7 so yeah 23 okay yeah you do a great job of showing your whole group uh some pretty sweet stealth techniques uh enough that i would say everyone has advantage the next time they roll stealth so i don't know if you want to write that down somewhere sasha has shown you some mean mean tricks she even like sneaks up on a snake that doesn't realize and then it she reveals herself and it makes her like a really like surprised face and then slithers away scared and I'm like, interesting because there's not a lot of forest and wolves. Stealth. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, um, yeah, th- you you see over the uh, on the roads just merchants passing and have really sort of not a just really uneventful 
crossings with various people. Um, usually, like big groups of like ten or twelve people guarding a merchant's wagon and things like that. Um, but yeah, uh, if you want to have any interactions with somebody like that, that's that's fine. Otherwise, we just say it passes by uneventful. I mean, where they look sort of trustworthy, Kydron would probably be fairly confident to just have a chat to them about what the road ahead's like. You know, can kind of talk the merchant lingo from his traveling merchant days. Going um, in the same direction as us, or going opposite? Or going the opposite, opposite way, find what's on the road ahead. But like kind going of just... towards Alakon to be able to tell him that they've seen you on the road. Yeah, good. Wait, aren't we hiding in the in the in the hay or whatever? That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, but the thing is, Alakon doesn't give a shit about us. His compass or looks at Sasha, not us. True. So. Yeah. He, like if he's got the compass up, he knows where we are. That's like it fucking doesn't matter. Okay. So, so are they like, like traveling past us? Just but like, if, if we're trying to slowly. pretend we're merchants and we don't talk to any merchants as merchants would, that's yeah. probably more suspicious. Can I find out if they've got any apples and if they want to trade them for anything that we've got? Uh yeah. Roll a just charisma check. Uh, it's just charisma to find out if I get get apples off them. Yeah. Because this is, in fact, a ruse. And I really just want to get into a conversation and, and do a perception check. I got 11 on Charisma. Okay. But while I was chatting to them, can I try and get some insight as to what type of folk they are? Okay, yeah, I'd, I would say 11 is is enough to sort of distract them and get them to stop and chat. With it, you know, albeit yeah. not, not particularly friendly like they might be um thinking you're you guys are bandits or something that are trying to set up to rob them or whatever but you at least get them talking and sort of yeah. the, what the guy that you get the impression is like the lead guard he's got the best leather armor out of all of them he's got the the biggest machete out of all of them and things like that he just stops and says uh apples uh, don't really uh, i don't know I don't, I don't, i'm not really sure if there's apples on here uh to be honest, I don't really know uh, if we're guarding anything of uh, of any particular interest. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's good to see other, <laughs> other travelers on the road. These these roads are pretty empty for the most part. It's uh, you know, it's um it, yeah, it's just interesting to see uh, nice nice people. So I hope you uh, have, hope you have a good day. See you later. Hey, uh, this is nice people, and Sasha is sitting on the wagon like throwing fucking daggers because she's like in a hurry no no sure we'll just stop for a fucking chat like Sasha is just like seriously oh, I look at this guy like like, like it was like a level with me but he's sort of like I'm using like non-murdery body language and I'm like hey man like just you know how it is when you're on the road you got a lot of salt and no fiber just oranges pears anything anything spare would be so great I uh, okay, that's persuasion then. When did you become a fruititarian? <laughs> um, I rolled a ten in persuasion. He's like, ah, uh, yeah. I'd, I mean, there might be some in our rations, but we can't really spare it. We're, we're still a, a while away from uh, from Garrington. Sort of got a ration of what we got. Sorry, mate. All right, I guess you're in a hurry with this cargo. Eh? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've just got to get to a town, to be honest. Our rations are running low. Got a, another two, three days until we get there. Alright, I, um... Got a lot of guys what to What was feed. I... What did I have that I was possibly trying to bargain with? Like, I just... Do we have any jerky or whatever? We have apples on our thing. Shit. They're not in, in the clear view, are they? No, probably not. <laughs> Like, I imagine we'd be hiding down. under was... them at the time. Wait, is that apples yeah, you've got? I... Have you got apples? Are you hiding <laughs> apples? 
Why are you uh, yeah, that apple? Something I grabbed, suspect. <laughs> I grabbed a barrel of apples and a bunch of hay in order to disguise this thing as like a merchant. <laughs> I'm going to presume that we ate them all before we got <laughs> to this point. Yeah. Well, the shit's we'll be, we've been on the road for a while. You've eaten two. I say all right. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I give him half of the whatever it was I was, I was holding, which I assume is some beef jerky or whatever. Okay. And just say, alright, look after yourself, man. Alright. And I just I just use it, that to kind of That's stay right. in the scene for a little Thanks, mate. And then he is, he just does this little, like, oh, yep, like to the coachman. And then they the horses go and they uh, the wagon goes and all the guards walk alongside it. Continue their little procession. Secret shit in there. You guys could become coach robbers and find the uh, treasure, the loot that I've put in there. If, if, if he casts detect, detect magic, it looks like a dude standing up and saying, Detectus Magico, right? <laughs> uh, that That's up to Craig. Right, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't look like magic someone is a ritual that takes 10 minutes, so no. Yeah. Alright, cool, cool, cool. So no. Sweet. Should be the honourable one, not the let's go and rob a caravan one. Yeah, but they got a shade, right? <laughs> Yeah, also trying He's to teach Kalani, like, good, not evil. Up in the boot. So this is day two, can... eh? That's, this is day two. That yeah. was day two. I yeah, think we just cool. keep keep the pace on. I mean, I think what we're trying to do, like, I, I take what Sasha's saying about trying to be hidden, but interacting with people isn't inherently suspicious. We're, you know, not doing more, you know, other than Rad's fucking weird interlude there. We're kind of <laughs> just being polite and stopping at the watering holes for Wilfred to have a drink and shit like that. Yeah, kind so of as normal. Just talking to lingo as if we genuinely aren't urgent. Yep. Um, how yeah, Sasha doesn't trust anybody. After finding out that she's the only draconic person in this fucking world, she doesn't trust anybody. So. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that just racing past everybody is not suspicious. So, you know, we probably would have had a conversation with that and been like, look, this is how we evade suspicion is to be normal. <laughs> I, I like how you assume then that Sasha will be normal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, based on previous history. And, and Sasha's like, normal isn't stopping people going in the opposite direction, asking him if they have apples. Seriously? You want to talk about normal? We can have a chat when we get to the next watering hole with the person who's at the next watering hole with us. We can have a chat with them. Like, that's what that's what Sasha would actually be saying. She'd just be like, Puff. For sake, like, you know. Mushrooms get you real high right now. Just like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> um, you can look, if you want to look for mushrooms, just roll a nature check. No, he found some when he looked before. He got herbs and okay. mushrooms and shit. Sweet. So you got some, some what? Some like hallucinogenic. He's, he's not save those for a Friday night where he can just chill and enjoy. You guys, when at the end of each day, and you it comes time to rest, are you just Lehman's tiny hutting somewhere just off the road or on the road or what? Like. Yeah, I reckon we should like kind of do a soft conceal of the cart, like just you know hide it in some bushes or whatever, as much yeah. as we can, you know. And we're not burying it in mud or anything. Yeah. But I, th- I, th- I think just you know for bandits, yeah. Oh, like, we're assuming that if a Larkon is on our trail, it's because he can find us. So we're taking what I would consider normal road precautions. Yeah, I yeah. love by the way that I've all I've given you is a situation, and you guys have. Like had so much role play out of it. I'm, it's wonderful. You've had arguments about it, and it's it's delicious. <laughs> um, it's people, bro. Okay, day day three. Um, who hasn't rolled for a lark on? Sasha, have you? I haven't. 
I haven't either. Oh, then, then we didn't roll for day two. So someone rolled day two. Uh, and I someone did. Else rolled day I already two. I rolled yeah, an eighteen. Gerard just rolled twice. Oh, okay. okay. Um. Ooh. Uh. Six. Okay. No. It's great. It has, it has to be nine, nineteen or a twenty. Any for him to make it. Yeah, six make. is good. None of yeah, us rolled nineteens or twenties. Yeah, yeah. He's just <laughs> never gonna make this fucking. Never gonna make. We're fucked. <laughs> a month later. Fuck, I swear to God, I knew how to make one. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you guys want anything of note to happen on the third day? Do you have any roleplay situations you'd like to run through? Or questions you want to ask? Or skills you want to test? No, I think Sasha is by this point. She's getting to the point where it's like isolation. You know, when you're stuck with people and you're just like, I just want to get to a place. I just want to do a thing. Yeah, it's called wagon. She's, it's she's called, just like... Um, wagon fever? Yeah, oh. she's got wagon fever. Yeah, Red's trying to cheer up by singing her old um, road trip songs. Okay, roll performance, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I quicken you, uh, Net twenty. Oh, nice. Net, you cheer everyone up with your uh, wagon yeah. songs. Can you uh, give us a rendition of one of your wagon songs, Red? <laughs> uh, so one's called "Rolling Through the Wolfwood." <laughs> Uh, rolling through the wolfhood and we're feeling really good. We're gonna be on the other side soon, sooner than we should. We're riding <laughs> through the wolfhood and everyone's having fun. I, I like the sound of wolves, but I hope I don't end up inside one. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a net twenty. <laughs> that's great. And we just we just all sing that and that, we, we have a great time. Is that something that Red, cheers, cheers. that Red made up, or is that an old wagon traveling song that has been sung all around <laughs> the kingdoms? That's that, that's an old wagon traveling song from uh, my kingdom uh, specifically. Um, we, don't, we, we don't often come out this far, but when we do, we've got a song for it. About the Wolfwood specifically. Yeah. It's adapted from uh, a Foxwood that we have closer to my... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the, yeah. the Wolfwood, the wolfwood um, does run the southern border of Tyrannus. So, I mean, anytime, yeah. anytime someone from Tyrannus wants to go to Belentia, they have to go through the Wolfwood. So, I mean, yeah. it would be quite common for people to travel through. Uh, in fact, um, Kydron and Rad, roll me a history check. Ooh, 19. Three. Oh, uh, 29. <laughs> oh, nice. 29. Yeah. That's a lot. Shit. I got a plus 10 to history. Shit all over a dildo. Um, you, Kydron, but not you, Rad. You're using the wrong man. You know. Just watch the safe. You remember, or you know, that at the northern end of the track you're on through the Wolfwood, you will come into the uh, a, a town in the far east of Tyrannus called Paston. So there, there is a town. There is a town waiting for you when you leave the wood. As we sort of travel as well, Kydron, who's still kind of seriously contemplating the role of the gods in the world, would be kind of quietly thinking about that and contemplating the nature of gods and maybe trying to do a few prayers just to see if gods will answer. Pick one, pick one. Pick one. Um, the, hate, it, what, hate it, do I hate it? No, no, the, the sea god. Are you, just, are you just sticking with that one? I thought you yeah. were like kind of... That's the one that's literally answered the prayer, so yeah. Kind I of thought you'd start flipping like, through the Rolodex now. And just nah. Um, nah. Okay, roll a religion check then. Not the uh, one we met, just the one that answered. <laughs> Well, the one that specifically answers him, yeah. The others haven't seen too interested. Uh, that's an 18. Okay, so you mutter a prayer to Tratora, or you ask a question or something, or you just ponder. Kind of like, are you still what there? 
Tritor, Tritor is, is the god like of weather, weather and, elements. and elements and yeah. yeah. I guess he's kind of thinking about his future and whether he should be spending more time dedicated to the gods, so kind of Well, I mean biased audience, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that he's asking this of the dude that's just answered the prayer, not the god we met or the god that just gave us presents. Like both uh, of those now. Uh, well there was a demon that gave us presents. Yeah, uh, from the god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from Leoman. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I just like it. I think it's funny. Are you got to pick one. I don't know. <laughs> it was a pretty fucking traumatic experience. So yeah. it's it's such a prayers on the with like a massive lightning type thing as well, which is cool. Like, oh, like a spiky hat. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But not dying and drowning was pretty rad. Cool. Yeah, so, so that's just how he is. Yeah, you you have a good ponder about the the nature of your future and, and power and magic and where you fit into it all and things like that and um you hear a very very quiet voice you have your own power power comes from a lot of places but you'll always have someone looking over your shoulder i said that's reassuring that's good the more gods that like us the better guys come on hey can yeah. i check in on on sheen while i'm uh while i'm dreaming do, do we still have the dream visits uh, yeah, you've still got the dream speaker necklace. Uh, so it wants to be the third night. Uh, yep. So on the third night, if you want to uh, visit someone in their dreams, you can. I'm going to try and try and visit Shane. Okay, I can't remember if I got you guys to roll for this or not, or if it was just purely narrative. I think it was just narrative. Yeah. So you go to sleep with this necklace on, and as soon as you fall asleep, Rad, you immediately see this like a like you're inside a big hologram of space and there's like thousands upon thousands of stars that you can see and then you sort of one of them glows a bit brighter than the others and then you like rush towards it really really fast like a fast forward it like um getting swept towards you and you towards it and you arrive outside of this glowing orb and you sort of see very um, blurry images inside of it of a halfling going about her life and you wait outside of it, and then it gently, like, opens up a little bit. So I'm in her dream, or I'm in her yeah, life? Yeah, like, so she's, like, she's, like, living her life? Um, it, it's, it was just a basic dream of just, like, her in a space, like in a, like, in a cafe or a bakery, just, like, a really nondescript space. Like, she's having a really mundane whatever dream. And then she sees you, and she's like, Fucking rad? What? What? Why am I dreaming about you? What the what the fuck is this? It's probably an erotic thing. Um, it's very common. Yeah. I wouldn't be embarrassed. I, uh, excuse me. <laughs> what what? Why am I? Where where are you? Hey. What the, what is the, what the fuck is going on? Relax. I just need to talk to you about your boss. Are you still your in, previous? Boss. Are you still in Magus? Are you still in Magus? No. Where the fuck is Magus? It's the sub, it's the frozen continent. It's the frozen continent. Oh, my bad. Um, no, we we uh, we uh, we got home, but now Alarcon's trying to kill us. Wait, you fucking left without saying goodbye. I'm still with the dwarves. What the fuck, man? Didn't we say goodbye? Uh, you didn't let us. Well, yeah. Anyway, what? we decided not to because we're running out of time. Anyway, there's no yeah, point enough. in me asking questions. This is just clearly a figment of my subconscious. But what, what do you what do you want? Uh, I think Alarcon's. Well, I'm pretty sure Alarcon's looking for us and trying to kill us. What do you know about him in this dream situation, which probably isn't even real? He, uh, that would prevent that from happening to us to death. I have no idea how to stop him. I don't know 
all the only thing I know about him and have always known is he just craves power and manipulates people and he controls people's minds and shows you things that aren't really there kind of like this in fact Alarcon is this you? Alarcon yep. are you fucking with my head? have you found me? yeah uh yes oh fuck oh fuck and she starts she starts like hitting her head like trying to wake herself up she's like oh shit fuck 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 Alarcon's found me fuck 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 I thought I'd got away from him oh fuck shit. oh fuck oh fuck guys I fucked it up uh, <laughs> Can we check in on Alarcon? Do we each have one of these necklaces? Or is it yeah. just rare? Uh, I'm a little bit worried that if we check in on Alarcon, it's a little bit like knocking on its door, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, th- yeah. I think we'll be within reach. Because um, no, you make a connection with them, which means they make a connection with you. Uh, I want to say something that'll make her think it's not Alarcon. Uh, yeah, she's starting look, to get erratic, not- like really erratic in the dream, and it you, also, you sort of feel like the world that you're in is becoming unstable like maybe she's waking up or maybe the dream's changing okay i, I just said to her hey this is i'm just this is me letting you go tell her something that only you would you. know i'm not coming for you i'm tell her about dana's danishes <laughs> tell her about dana's danishes alakon wouldn't know about dana's danishes well he would if he'd found us and tortured us to death hmm, sure but <laughs> Is that the information? I really think that would be <laughs> crucial information, you know? What did you find um, in Magus? I, I mean, Nothing! How did you find pastries? <laughs> I mean, I imagine they had a relationship that wasn't completely, uh, uh, you know, antagonistic, right? Oh, Clearly yeah, abusive he, to some degree. He was sort of like a father figure to her in a way. Yeah. Uh, and he was really disappointed that you came back without her. So I'm going to tell her that um, this is just me uh, trying to let her go. And I'm using just the most reassuring, handsome, sexy kind of form that I could uh, use so that this process is not painful for her. <laughs> uh, and also, <laughs> I share a bit more torso than is probably absolutely necessary. And I say, I'm not going to contact you again. Yeah, she sees you stripping off. She's like, oh, this <laughs> is not what I thought it was going to be, but hey. If, if it's what the brain wants <laughs> alright and I start dancing <laughs> okay. and then you slowly get sucked backwards out of this dream, dreamscape yeah, I assume that's her waking up yeah and then you, then you off yeah. crazy <laughs> then your eyes open and you are inside the Liaman's tiny hut alright guys don't talk and, to Sheen and Sasha is like uh, Red why are you stripping <laughs> And, I, and I'm like, it's morning time, guys. Time to do this sort of thing. What? Just, just some. It's some just friends, non-sexual stripping. I was wondering if he can make a tiny hut for himself inside the tiny hut. With these <laughs> I'll allow it. Kaidron really would be tempted to go and try and invade Alarcon's dreams because it's kind of a hate-hate relationship. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> You're gonna get us murdered. To he's allowed, yeah, he's allowed to be tempted. It's whether or not he's actually dumb enough to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, what, this is what I'm saying in character. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> You're gonna get us killed. Red just plan, turns like, around. Kydron <laughs> hasn't even it. said anything out loud and just goes, "Don't do it. That would be stupid." Like, just... yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in sync. Yeah. <laughs> we have the same yeah. dumb idea. Sheen just gave Red um, a bit of intel about Alarcon as well, and that he uses mind magic. So I don't know if he would yeah, hear that or not. Fun. Like, 
And, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I tell them, I tell them uh, uh, the the broad strokes, uh, but not the not the sexy stuff about the dream. Uh, I tell them that I showed up in Sheen's dream to try and uh, get information, and she thought I was him, which implies obviously that he can do that sort of thing. Kydron will try and dream uh, talk to the guard on the tavern that kept punching Rad in the face. And sort of whisper oh, Wallace, in his dreams. Wallace the Orc. Yeah, and sort of whisper in his dreams that Archon's trying to kill him and wants him gone and just to try and fuck with him a wee bit. Okay. Um yeah, so you have the same experience where you see this sort of space scape uh, with lots of stars, and then one of them is brighter than the rest, and you zoom towards it and you see like a blurred image of like a very large green skinned person like the Hulk, basically, fighting a whole lot of people, like swinging arms around wildly. And, and then after a few minutes of watching that, it like uh, the star opens up a little bit to invite you in. Uh, so, yeah, he'll go towards that. But more just trying to whisper in this thing's dreams that Alarcon is out to get him. Okay. Um, this you, Alarcon, this seems like sort of thing you do. <laughs> Roll uh, a Kydron, roll a wisdom save to have contr- enough control to not actually enter the dream. The wisdom save is okay. Uh, 21. Okay, yeah, you, you do exactly as you want. You sort of hover at the outskirts of the dream and just sort of whisper suggestions. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, basically just trying to unsettle him because he was a bit of a knob. And a Larkon also is a knob, um, so... Yeah, who knows if we'll do anything, but it was fun. Yeah, as you fade back to the waking world, you hear just like, Who the bloody hell said that? My work here is done. And then, yeah, you wake up in the hut as well. And start stripping. <laughs> you start stripping as well. Because <laughs> apparently just that's like, what you do. That's just what you just do. like, what's everyone dreaming about? Oh yeah, it's, a, it's <laughs> an unspoken side effect of the dream speaker. No matter what the dream is, your physical body takes its clothes off. <laughs> Cannon. <laughs> yeah. Sasha's like, I'm never using that thing. Um, Aren't you a half elf, so you don't even need to sleep anyway? You're like, I'm not taking the risk. <laughs> no, I'm full elf. Oh, yes, you don't need to sleep you then. You don't need to sleep. You can. I meditate. Why the fuck are Rad and I taking watches then? Because you didn't ask. <laughs> you just assumed. And I just went, okay, you know what I mean? Just went. I still need to meditate, but yeah, she still needs four hours of, of not concentrating like, on the surroundings. Yeah. Anyway, that's all good. Cool. Um, so uh, the, the fourth day begins. Dun, an, dun, dun. an event will happen today after you get any morning stuff dealt with, and an Alarcon compass orb roll. Oh, Jules, Jules, I'll, I'll make coffee. You do the roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go take a shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm rolling shit, which is good because I picked up my shit dice that I was rolling really badly with as DM today. Um, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, Okay, that's yeah. really annoyed it. No compass yeah. all today. He doesn't even get close. Yeah, he just like he's getting frustrated and he just like randomly pours a whole shitload of magic into this like bowl of glass and it just shatters and he's like. And Kaidron Faust, and he's just got puddles of shit all over his, of, of his office floor. 
I really want to invade his dreams. And yep, there's the fourth day. Any other morning stuff you need to take care of, and then I will roll a d6 to determine which of the events that I've planned happens. I mean, I oh. guess just as a rule, we're kind of traveling at an at a level of alert, so we're paying attention. So yeah, yeah, we're at like peril all the time. If I can yeah. def on yeah. whatever the bad one is, yeah, <laughs> five, I think. Defcon red. Yeah. <laughs> Defcon bad. <laughs> okay, so I uh, will get one of you to roll a d6 and tell me the number. Three. So um, sometime during the day, maybe we'll call it like mid-afternoon on the fourth day. So you assume this is like the second to last day in the woods if you, at the rate you've been going. You turn a corner in the road and you see up ahead a tabaxi in a uh, like a flowing blue robe looking kind of lost just sort of like looking ahead uh, in, in can like, you tell me what a tabaxi is a tabaxi yeah, is like a, 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 a cat person um and this one has uh, uh, like orange and white fur uh are they common they are not super common but they're about as common as like dwarves right so it's the same like if i saw one i'd be like holy shit it's a tabaxi and i'll tell my grandchildren about it no, you might just be like, oh man, Tabaxi, I haven't seen one of those for a little while. Right, right. It wouldn't yeah. be like story of a lifetime, but it's worth it's worth note. So they are they like are they they're sentient here? Yeah? Like they can speak and shit. Yeah, they're members of society. All right. Um, so what's it doing? It's just standing on the middle of the road. Yeah, just looks like he's traveling, and then he's stopped to have a think about something. He just looks sort of he is lost or confused, just sort of standing yeah. in the middle, middle of the road, looking up. Looking forward, looking back, looking in the trees. Can I surreptitiously? Dash is like, oh, hi there, move out of the way. Like, she's like, not okay. bothered. There goes any <laughs> That's stealth. the first thing she says. <laughs> right, because she's a Moran and she doesn't know what's normal in our plane, right? So she probably had seen a hundred tabaxis in her life. Um, I'm a dragon. Bomb. Yeah, there goes, like, there goes any stealth that um, you guys might have been planning. Classic. Stealth? Um, I'm still drinking like, my coffee. Yeah, so yeah. He says, you I love it how Sasha was giving us all stealth lessons, and then when the opportunity comes, she's just like, "What up?" <laughs> well, we're in a wagon traveling down the middle of the road. Yeah, well, we could be doing yeah. it stealthily. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, does he? Are we are we rolling initiative? What's happening? Uh, no, it's, this is just a person about a uh, hundred odd feet away. After you turn a corner, and then yeah, Sasha yells, "Ahoy there!" Uh, which uh, and then he snaps to attention. And he, he's got a staff in one hand, but his other hand, he just sort of like waves a friendly wave, just like, ah, oh, yes, hello, uh, travelers, hello, hello. And he starts walking towards you with like a jaunty bit of pep in his step. Seems harmless. Let's chat with him. <laughs> am I am I hidden? Is that what we're doing? Seems weird. That's, that's up to you. Eh, on and off. Yeah, you know, I like I, I so. kind of think you pop back up and yeah. whatever. But can I surreptitiously, such that there's a thing like some baggage in between me and and him, hold the compass orb up in the direction that it's pointing at him. Uh yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So that I can see it and he can't. Is yeah. he is he raw magic or a dragon person? You do that and it's nothing. It doesn't glow at all. All right, I pointed at Sasha just to check the calibration. Yeah, it's green. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Uh, and Kalani's sitting next to me. So yeah, we've got every item we need to calibrate one of these. <laughs> yeah. Unless it like does purple for something. Yeah, he he approaches you and he stops it at a respectful distance, a few meters away for for safety. I I I haul Wilfred up, and I'm like, I look at you two, and I'm like, Are you two dealing with this, like, you know? All right, all right. I get up. I'll yeah. stay here in case. I look you at him quizzically. He says, "Hello, travelers. Have you heard the good word of Tritora?" Oh God. Oh, we love Tritora. We love a bit of. Like that's that's wonderful. At least this guy does. I'm a priest of Tritora. I'm spreading his word to the kingdom of Valentia. I've already heard of him. Oh, then I will be met with open arms. Wonderful. I mean, I think probably people hate missionaries wherever they go. Yeah, kind of even religious people think you're a pain in the ass, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but Tritora can can enrich many lives Tritor is the, the god of elements and are we not all made of of water and, and other such things and, and Sasha goes yeah and just like flame appears in her hand and she's like so you mind moving before oh. my fire gets antsy wait is he in the <laughs> way of uh, isn't he just like pulled up alongside us to chat Sort of, sort of like in front of you, I guess, like in front of the hog. So like you'd have to go around him, I, I suppose. Right. Oh, right, you right, have. Yeah, because he's like he's like earth, wind, and I'm like yeah, fire. Very impressive <laughs> yeah. magic. Where did you learn? Where did you study? You are a magician, yes. Did, didn't. And she like, like a sorcerer. How very rare and interesting. Good, good. Good thing we're not revealing anything to yeah, people traveling in the opposite direction. Absolutely. Some studies, some don't. I put the cup of soil better so that he can see that she's draconic. He, <laughs> he says to Kelani, and hello to you, young lady. Such, such a fine young lady out on the road, taking care of your friends, it looks like. Oh, so brave, and she just looks sort of shy and awkward, like she doesn't want to respond. Ask him if he's got any literature, or... Uh... <laughs> got a pamphlet. Do you have a pamphlet? <laughs> Where are you coming from? Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't want uh, to be the race guy, but I don't see a lot of cat folk around here. Ah, is, that, yes, is that the, the sea word? The numbers of tabaxi are quite slim in this part of the world, but I come from Paston. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. It's just a, just a day that way, and he sort of points up the way you're going in the kingdom yep, of Tyrannus of have you been to Tyrannus wonderful kingdom wonderful kingdom uh huh sure it's great no we're just we're just passing through yeah oh just visiting make sure I you stop make sure you stop at some of the wonderful towns and, and cities and to see all that the kingdom has to offer yes I was I was born and raised there and it's it's, it's my home and I'm sad to leave but I'm very excited to spread the word of Tratora is there a mm-hmm, temple mm-hmm, to Tora mm-hmm. in Peston? There is not a, a temple as such, but I have my own humble uh, chapel that, that I run. That any who have questions about Tratora can come to me, and I I can speak to the god on their behalf, of course. But presumably yeah. it'll be shut when we get it because you're going up. You might be. Yeah. You seem to be leaving. So has Tratora sent you on this quest, on this mission, to spread? His gospel, his word. I certainly, I certainly feel that his word needs to be spread further. Uh, the people of Paston, uh, all who will become uh, known to his word, uh, seem to already have done so. So my work in Paston may may be through. How many followers in Paston 
those which tore him. Uh, by my count, uh, a few dozen. <laughs> a few dozen yeah. right. who, who, who visit me for counsel. Alright, I put, put my hand on Kaidron's shoulder, like, come on, wrap it up. And then I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> safe travels, friend. Uh, we, we need to be on our way. And then I start singing, uh, 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 what is it? Roaming through the wolf, wolf of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I better not. That's going to reveal that we're from Materanus. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said. <laughs> Where did you hear that song? It's a banger. <laughs> well, we'll certainly look out for your chapel and your followers, and rest assured that I, in particular, hold Tratara, Tratora, whatever his name is, in high regard. <laughs> Tr- Excuse me. <laughs> high though. regard. Don't know his name. You, but yeah, high no, regard. Exactly. I just oh, call him the big dude. What you say, um, Verge is on a fence. Oh, perhaps you could verge on this road to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you know. You're not I hope all the people of Valentia are not as rude as you. Most of them are not. Opposite direction, not. Man. One guy I called a lark on, you should definitely go and check him out. He's keen ass to hear about. Yeah, say hi from us, uh, four people, one of us young, two men. Say, say Mr. Faust. Sends this pamphlet with love. And is this Alakon interested in, in in becoming known to the gods? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I'm pretty sure the gods know about him already. And she's like literally slapping her forehead like, right like, now. Yeah. He looks really like excited at the prospect of meeting this this potential um, convert. Just like, yeah. he like puffs up his chest with, with pride and he, he, he holds up his staff a little bit straighter and he says, well, I suppose I better go meet this. Uh, what? Alacron a was was the man's name? Say something different. Uh, Alan. Alan Poron. Just call, yeah, call him Alan Lorcan. Alan Lorcan. I shall endeavour yeah. to find this Alan Lorcan and. and uh, yeah, you go to the. You go to the. What was it? The fucking. I can't remember. The, ch- the chum bucket. <laughs> the chum bucket. The valuable dagger. That's the one. Ch- I didn't have a idea. This is very helpful. Thank you, friends. I, I, I'm so pleased to meet lovely, uh, of uh, friendly at least, I should say, people on my travels. Uh, uh, I, I best bid you farewell so I can uh, uh, make some good time before I camp for the night. Cardron would feel that it's being a bit silly, so we'd say go to the Blue Goblin before you visit Alarcon. And talk Wait. to people. Why are you repeatedly saying Alarcon's name? You're going to get us murdered. Um, yeah, as you say, Blue Goblin, his eyes light up and he says, Blue, the Blue Goblin, is is this a, a, a church or a temple of Tratora? Yep. <laughs> oh, my heart, it sings. This there I are people see. worshiping Tratora there. So, yeah, you'll, you'll fit right in. Oh, this, this is too exciting for me to wait another moment. I must bid you farewell. And he taps his staff a few times in the dirt. In, in sort of like a ritualistic way, like he's doing like a tap, 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 tap. Um, like, it's not just random. And then he beams a nice smile, almost over the top, like too friendly smile. Like he's practicing how to mm. smile. And he's got like big sharp cat teeth. And he says, ah, safe travels. I hope you enjoy the town of Paston. And then cool. he trots along the name? road. His name, yep. he didn't say and you didn't ask. Good. All right, keep on moving. You, no, how no, many cat priests can there be? Do you want to yell? Do you not have a name badge? Please have a missionary. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Grappa, and I am on a mission. <laughs> I do not trust 
that cat person, but that's not surprise coming out of Sasha's mouth. She doesn't trust anybody, so she's just like, I do not trust them. Oh, so it's not racist. It's you don't trust. <laughs> on Wilfred. But yeah, he walks away, and you continue on the this fourth day. Uh, anything that you guys want to happen on your final full day of road travel? No, we're just down alert and getting through the Wolfwood, really. Okay, so yep, camping one more night, and then uh, any dream speaking at night. Sasha sort of, after hearing that they've both like used it last night, she sort of had filed that information away during the trip, and she'd just been pretty silent thinking about stuff on the trip. She falls asleep trying to see if she can bring anything to mind about her mother and father. She's not sure that she'll actually be able to do it, but she's like, like thinking about the statues that she saw and thinking about how she was loved and left on steps of another world and tries desperately to see if she can get through. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, so you fall asleep thinking about them um, and yeah. you, go, you go to that sort of space scape and you see far over to one side, you see one of the stars shining a bit brighter than the rest and sort of like 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock position, you then see another one light up. So you've seen two that are sort of apart from each other. <clears throat> and I guess if you would choose which one you would examine. I guess just left. Okay. Whenever I'm faced with a decision in D&D, it's always left. Uh, yeah, I don't so, know why that is, but... <laughs> yeah, you, you zoom rush um, through space towards this star and as you approach you think you're about to get close and you suddenly slam into an invisible wall and then you wake up yeah damn yeah. G I figured as much you're like, so they're shit. behind the brute yeah. wall you're like holy shit yeah. I'm actually gonna do this bang damn it <laughs> yeah she's like at least I know they're dreaming I guess you know like that kind of comforts her in a small way yeah. it's like yeah. they're there there's a spark yeah. of existence. They are still alive, in in a manner of speaking. Yeah, and so she wakes up, and she's not like... She's stripping, apparently. <laughs> yeah, um, she's taking her clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know the outfit. been seeing my parents. <laughs> she's trying to return to the womb. Um, yeah, so she, as she realizes she's stripping, she quickly like, huh, <laughs> like, you know. Um, but then she's sort of, she sort of whistles a bit more. She's a bit brighter that morning, like than she's been in a while, because she's like, they're alive, they're there. I can't get to them, but they're there. I like that. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Okay, so it is now the uh, the fifth day. Uh, Alarcon rolls a five. He is getting sloppier and sloppier with his magic work. <laughs> Um, and you guys go about another half a day and then you breach the Wolfwood and you see uh, the road uh, splits three ways one goes like just down a hill to a town that's you know only like an hour away mm -hmm. from you and one branches off to the right and is like a main highway going to the east and one branches to the left and it's like a main highway going west Rad you would know that westward from here would be your home city of Kors but it's like the opposite side of the kingdom, so it's like still many, many days away. Which, which way is the wellspring of Helic? It's still still north. You're still heading due north. And that'll take us through um, Palin, was it? Uh, past, yeah, past, Paston. Which you, can assume, which you can assume is the town that you see about an hour away. I mean, I guess, is, considering we were talking about getting through the Wolfwood and then 
Um, yes. To use the daily steeds. I guess we make our way to the town so we can find pass Wil- on Wilfred and the wagon. Yeah. 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 As you go down the hill and approach the town of Peston, you get close enough to hear that there are people screaming. Like, like happy or? No, it's definitely not happy. There are people screaming in horror and fear. Obviously, seeing yeah, stripping. Uh, <laughs> As I hear this, I I touch Kalani and I'm like, "You have to be safe. So please listen when we tell you to do something, even if it is run." and leave us okay she nods and then starts stripping Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) she she just says um yeah you i mean you know better than i do i I guess do you Uh, i i I don't know well you're more important than anything kalani and and as i say that i place two hands on her and my hands kind of glow and i just cast mage armor on her which lasts for eight hours Kydron was going to do that, but he'll just cast Major Armor on himself, seeing as... Yeah. Trying, to get a, trying to get a bird's eye view of this, this situation, Kydron, so we know what the fuck's going on. I'm not great at flying. Sasha's better at that, to be honest. Oh, th- yeah, wait, yeah. You haven't tried don't you command the winds or something? I have the levitate, which is kind of a bit lame, so... Oh, that's yeah. Give it a hoon, mate. Believe in yourself. If you roll really uh, well, uh, you might be able to, like, <laughs> throw yourself up onto a building or something. Are we that close? Are we um, in the city? We're still moving towards it, right? Yeah. So, so we're like at the gates? Is there yeah. walls around the whole city? Or? No, it, it's it's sort of like a mid-sized, almost like Wild West town where like most of it, it happens on like one main street, but there's like a few side streets hang, hang, hanging off it. Mm-hmm. And you, the way you're approaching, you can't see the main street itself like yet. I mean, I don't think he would try and go up in the air to draw attention. So no, he's just going to kind of be ready and carry on i think all right i'm gonna roll for perception because i want to know what the fuck's going on here uh 17 what can i see with my eyes from approaching you can't really see anything there's no smoke uh there's no like obvious signs of pillage yeah but you you do see though just on the path in like in like a sort of wet patch of mud on the road you happen to see like a large wolf-like or like cat-like footprint are there like people fleeing past me no there's not it's just screaming it's just screaming and then like slamming doors and things like that someone's really upset that that cat left the town The, the poor print was heading toward the town. Uh, they're really upset that he moonwalked out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do you want her to fly out? Have a look? Yeah, why so not? I'll, 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 I'll keep an eye on Kalani. Yeah, I don't actually go too far initially. Uh. Initially, I just fly straight up from the wagon and just try and see if I can see what's happening away from me before I try and move too much closer to it. Yeah. Okay. So you just fly up and sort of hover over like a row of houses? Like or something? over the wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So until I hover, I go up until I can see over the houses yep. that are in the way. Okay, yeah. So what you see is like the main dusty street, a few people laying down in the dirt, presumably dead, and mm-hmm. a f- there's a few puddles of like green liquid um, around the bodies. And then sort of stepping into your line of view past the corner of a house is you see like a large green head of like a like a jaguar type of thing, but but definitely green and very large. Yeah, I duck back down 
to the wagon, I don't stop the fly spell. So I'm just sort of hovering there in place and I'm like, okay, large green jaguar kind of thing. Now that Red knows it's killing like villages and stuff, he's yeah. he's just got a sword out and he's yeah. heading towards yeah. them in, in a sensible fashion. Um, how far like, away are they? Bloody... Like, like roughly tens of meters, hundreds of meters? Um, it's maybe like yeah, fifty odd meters between you and the main street before you would like round a corner and see them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hi, stay with the wagon. Drive that wagon down the street a bit further so we can keep an eye on you. We've got this. And I fly up again. Which way's the wind blowing? <laughs> Let's see. Geographically speaking, you are north of the Wolfwood, south of the mountains of Stonemore. The wind is coming down. It's blowing from east to west. So sorry, Rad. Are you sort of heading towards this thing, combat ready? Because if you are, uh, well, I want. I feel like it's gonna smell me if I'm downwind. So I'm trying to figure out if I'm downwind from this thing. Uh, no, you're not. Well, I'm oh, gonna go blast it from the sky, so I imagine yeah. I'll be quite distracting anyway. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you? Why don't you try and like you loop around? Yeah. Kydron will cast haste. I'll, 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 I'll go like this. I'll indicate that I want you to loop around with my fingers in a kind of a zero dark sixty sort of fashion. Yeah. Sweet. So and I'll, while I'm running, I press the button on my plate armor. Nice. So, yeah, so you go from being un- unarmored to suddenly like full plate armor. So your AC is 18 with your plate armor on. Yeah. Um, and the plus two haste. Oh, yeah, plus two. So you got 20 while you're hasted. Yeah. And you get to the edge of this main street of town. And so you sort of walk past the house and then you stop and turn right and you see in this street roaming around between various dead bodies and pools of green liquid and like walking up onto the front porches of different buildings and, and sniffing around windows and stuff are two huge green cats uh, do either of them regard me is Sasha doing any distraction from above Wait, before you do um, that I'm well, going to try cast sleep I was going to say if we're in combat I'm going to start firing spells okay. from above Oh yeah, a nineteen. Yeah. A nineteen. They definitely see you approach, and smell you approach, and they turn and look at the armored man with a sword. Uh, hopefully, that's when Sasha's like, <laughs> yeah. So we would roll initiative now, I guess. They know you're there, and they are right. hostile. Yeah. Twenty. I thought nice. I would get I the jump. Twenty-one. No, we're, no. where are all these rolls when we need to yeah. roll them for a lark on eh I rolled a 17 but still I got 13 so you're the oh, one that's charged towards it but we're red first um, to differentiate the two cats one is like a forest green and one's more like a sort of lime green alright we call them forest and Jenny. <laughs> forest and what? Jenny. it's a Jenny. forest gump reference yeah. Oh, I've got I love it. You, okay, well, I'm, I'm tired. Okay. I might be a green cat, Jenny, but I know what I love it. Attack those cats. I am running. Cool. So, Sasha, um, what do you do first? So, from on high, like, I fly over the top and I see one of them looks like it's about to pounce on red, like, for story purposes. It's obviously the one that rolled higher initiative, yes, you know? Like, uh, the, forest, the forest green one. The forest the green forest, one, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I see that that one's about to pounce, and I sort of duck down a bit and fire off a chromatic 
or edit or attempt to. It's a ranged spell, so I have to roll. Oh, nice. 13 plus 7, so 20, please. Yep, that's a hit. Cool. Um, and I, what I choose is fire damage, so it is actually fire that comes shooting out of the tr- chromatical. Okay. Um, and it is nice. 19. Two fives, one, one, and an eight. Nineteen. Nineteen. Fire damage. Nice. So you yeah. hurl this chromatic orb. Do you, like, lob it? So you're sort of, like, dropping it on its head, or do you throw it like the Wicked Witch? Yeah, I kind of imagine her as sort of, like, like overhand throwing a chromatic orb, you know, because it is an orb. So she sort of builds the orb back here, and by the time she goes to throw it, it's built, you know? Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and you toss it for 19 damage, so it hits the side of this um, cat and it lets out this growly, screechy, jaguarish kind of noise um, that sort of echoes through the nearby hills and things, and it takes 19 damage as its flank sort cool. of lights up on fire and then douses. Cool, that's my turn. I just kind of keep hovering above because I can fly for 10 minutes, so. Yep, and now it's Kydron. So these things are around buildings and stuff, eh? Yep, so I'd say the forest one's like in the middle of the street, and the... Jenny. I wrote Jenny. I, I, mean, I meant to write lime, it's sort of like a lime green, is like on the front porch of a building. Like right, sniff, sniffing okay. at the doors and windows. Um, so probably not the greatest time to fireball, because I don't think people will be too happy if we destroy their town. So probably just firebolt. The one, again, the one that's closest to Rad, the forest one. Okay. I'm sort of back behind Rad a fair bit, coming forward from the wagon, because I'm not with the wagon, but still quite a far away back. I'm probably, I don't know, 90 feet, something like that. I don't know. Okay, that's 26 then to hit. Mm, um, and it's 2d10 fire damage, so that is 6 plus 6. So 12 damage, and the thing can catch fire if it can catch fire like the front of its first because you sort of hit it head on it just catches a light and then it gets doused and it leaves like a big scar in its fur and now it's that one's turn and it is furious it's been attacked from above and from in front it is going to charge forward 50 feet and the only person sort of close enough i imagine to be affected by anything is rad comfortable with that does Rad have anything to say? Uh, no. I mean, let's try it out. <laughs> okay. I mean, and, what am I going to do, right? It, yeah. It's going to hit me or not hit me. Okay, do you think if it runs 50 feet, it will get right up to you, or still have a bit of distance? Uh, yeah, I think I was within 50 feet of it, because um, if I'd come around the corner, yeah. I'm on the main street. Your speed's doubled from the haste. Still, all right, well, um, let's uh, see if it hits me, I guess. Okay, yeah, it's just going to try and bite you. All right. Cool. Open Love up it. its huge cat mouth and just try and chomp down on your shoulder. I believe currently my AC is pretty absurd. Uh, let's see, so that is a 15 plus 621. Oh, mate. <laughs> Got him. That's some uh, bullshit. That's a fake roll. I saw it. <laughs> manages to find a spot in the cracks of your armor for five, 15 piercing damage. And you need to roll a strength save. Alright. Oh, Jesus, I am not rolling very well today. Eight. Okay, you are knocked prone, and now it's your turn. 
I'm knocked prone. That sucks. Does that affect my ability to cast sleep? Uh, no. You do get an extra action too from the haste as well, so... Two actions. Oh, so I can use that to immediately get up. And then, then, I've, got a, then I've got a normal life. I wouldn't need to move anyway to attack it. If you get up, if I get up, does it get an attack opportunity? Yes, it does. Alright, I'm gonna cast sleep. Okay, so roll 5d8. Oh, right. 48. 5. 48. Uh, 25. Okay, that's not enough. Dang. Wait, do I have a limited number of these? No, you can. Oh, you can do that once. Once per day. So I have two attacks, right? Yeah, and right, then. Two attacks. Alright, in that case, I will swing at it with my sword. Can I auto crit from prone? Um, you'd have to get up to make the attack. Uh, I would say you can't auto crit, but you could attack from the ground with disadvantage if you wanted to. Prone really changes things, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Um, if I get up, then it gets to hit me again. I mean, lying down is going to be bad if, if you finish it soon. You've got to get up. Yeah, I, would, yeah, I feel I'll, like... I'll let you spend uh, one of those actions to, like, roll five feet away to get up. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, let's do that. I try and roll out of the way, and then I get up. Okay, and I'm sure. like, yeah, can I... Um, I'm going to focus on the Flood of Valentia, or the Tear, depending on which one we're going with, and uh, uh, try and try and uh, automatically be critical of this uh, of, of this monster. So critical. With my sword. It's like, you're a shit monster. <laughs> so your sword glows this sort of wavy blue as you attack. Five. Oh, oh, that's not great. Fourteen. Plus a d6 cold damage. Six. So that's twenty total. Yeah, you just sort of slash this icy slash down its side and um, the wound doesn't heal. There's just like this line, this scar of white does it look at me like fucking fire ice pick an element yeah it's what right, are they gonna call yeah. you it's like it's stupid. right in your face and it's very <sighs> Kevin planet but red would see that it's drooling like a green drool in, in front of his face because he's right Gross. up against it um and then it is cat number two the lime one which is going to obviously leap off of the porches and how high up are you flying sasha i don't know like because I could get like 60 feet of movement, so I probably just moved closer. I don't think I got terribly high, because you have to go up and then over, so, you yes, know. So. Okay, this lime green one is going to roll an acrobatics check to try and jump up onto a roof. So it's going to like hop up mm-hmm. on um, like a banister and then scramble up onto a slanted roof to get higher. Okay, so that's only a 13. I'd say it scram. It uses its whole turn to scramble up clumsily onto a rooftop. So now the lime green one is much closer to you, Sasha, but it's probably no threat to Rad or Kaidron. Gotcha. And now it's your turn. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna repeat, I guess, because I don't, don't want to really be able to fire spells into where Red's working on stuff. Um, so just gonna throw it on someone's house. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Can't make an omelette without breaking a few eggs. Pretty much, like that's what, kind of what she's thinking. Can't save um, a town without burning it down. <laughs> that old saying. So instead of doing fire though, so it's not like dropping extra fire or something, she's gonna do lightning maybe. 
Yeah, let's do lightning. That's what I'm going to try and do. Zap it with some lightning. The lime one on the roof? Yeah. I'm going to try anyway. 13 plus 7. So that'll do it, I'm yeah. sure. That's a hit. 4d8 again. Oh, I rolled so badly this time, though. A 1, a 2, and two threes. Oof. So badly with That's 48. 9, nine yep. of lightning. Yep. It is a bad <laughs> roll. Wow. So yeah, you drop this lightning ball and it hits it and the whole thing sort of um, just stands still, like stunned with shock and then sort of shakes it off. Yeah. Better than setting the house on fire. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> and now Kydron? So this building... I also lift a little bit further. Okay, yep. You know, I'd go up a bit higher. Okay. Yeah. This building, is it made of stone or wood? Wood. This is like a Wild West sort of town. Yeah. Is there any indication of what is it just a house or is it any idea what it is? Is it attached to other buildings or is it standalone? Or? The building it's standing on, it's all sort of part of a connected row, um, like a block of like five or six buildings um the one it's standing on top of looks like it might be a like a, a, a shop like a potion shop or a general store supply shop but it looks like okay. it is definitely connected to like housing and an inn like there's one of the buildings is two stories um which you might presume in this kind of town would be an inn or a tavern or something and there's quite a few dead townspeople already yeah yeah you see six bodies on the main street like in green puddles hydron's going to cast fireball basically at it but just below to see if he can explode the building and make the collapse at, and also damage it by at the the line one on the roof yep so you're you're ignoring rad you're just letting him have that one uh was well, he within 20 feet of other buildings uh, no he's in, he's in the middle of the street so that 20 foot wouldn't be within near other buildings no and you okay, can you can are you exclusively dealing in blowing up buildings right now well, I was thinking a potion shot might go kaboom and kill it outright, but no, no, we'll do red. Do it. Because you can, you can sculpt a fireball, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So red, red will be safe. So yeah, I'll cast fireball at the one near red. We're taking like sixty damage. Come on. It gets a dex save. Yep. Um, that is a three. So no, it fails that. So it takes eight d six damage. Fuck a duck. Okay. Which is fourteen. So what? 8d that's a weird way to calculate damage 8d6 29 old-fashioned d4s and d8s yeah 29 was it yeah okay uh yep cool describe the way the forest green one dies in red's face it's it's because uh, fireball like... hits it smack in the face and just explodes massively with a little bubble around red uh, protecting it and it just bursts into flame and collapses kind of making the pitiful sound like the rodent of unusual size does in Princess Bride when it dies <laughs> and then just yeah a big big green body flops to the ground and sort of burns away to ash yeah and now it would be that one's turn but now it's not uh, Rad's turn um, so the other one is on top of a building yes and it's kind of do you still have that metal ball that you can chuck and stuff? Yeah, I was about to fling it. Do you have or, a or chuck a ham or something. <laughs> I, I actually I, I didn't pick up a hand. I wanted to while we are in Carrington, but then we turned out to be really busy. Um, so haste lasts a minute, so it should still be going on, no? Yeah, this has been far less than a minute. 
So your movement speed is doubled, Brad, if you wanted to scramble up on the building or something, which I may or may not go up. I next. feel like while I've got distance, I should maybe just I should just take advantage of the range. Yeah, right? I've got a ranged weapon. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's up on the roof. So I mean, you would be maybe twenty feet from the building itself, and then it'd be like another twenty feet up. Oh Jesus, that's a hard time for an iron wall. You've got an know. extra attack though, as well. Remember, got a what? You got an extra attack with haste too. So you've got like three attacks, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems counterintuitive to throw an iron ball upwards, you know. I feel like maybe just if I stand at the base of the building and kind of harry it. Um, because they can't just live there forever, right? Such will kill it with fireballs. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to like the base of the building that it's climbing and just start throwing shit like as if there's like a rubbish bin or like a piece of piece of rubble or uh, a doll. Or a bucket. Just so hang on, why is throwing a bit of rubble better than throwing an iron ball? Because uh, when a bucket comes back and lands on my own head, I don't die from it. <laughs> um, okay, roll in a quick investigation check. And then, um, with whatever you find, throw that and roll a, an intimidation check, I suppose. Eight? Okay, yeah, you don't find anything particularly heavy or useful. Um, you find, like, the best thing you find is like small rocks and just like an apple core and just basic light small refuse. All right, um, yeah, I just throw a rock at it, just and I just scream at it and and, and yell, "Hey, hey, dickhead!" Okay, intimidation. Uh, yeah. And this is your Fuck turn. Fuck me. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> six. Okay. You got its attention, but it doesn't do anything. It looks down right. at you as if to say, like, gives you a stare, like, stop throwing shit at me. Yeah, but I don't stop. I just yeah. continue. And then it's that green cat's turn, and it's going to use its whole turn to scramble up the um, next level of the, the building next door, which is a two-story like tavern. And if it rolls high, it also gets to attack. If it rolls low, it does not. Ooh. <laughs> And that is, once again, a 13. So no, it sort of clumsily scrambles up to the top of a two-story building and is now a lot closer to Sasha once again. And that's its turn. She's like, ooh. She's like, this thing just keeps coming after me. Down, kitty. <laughs> puss, 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 puss. <laughs> um, she's like, for God's sake. And she, like, goes to fire again. Oof. This time she gets a oh, 17. Okay. This is a 17 a, hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Cool. So I only rolled a 10. So I was a bit worried about that for a second there. So she's going to do fire this time because kind of she's like, she's like mad and fire is like what she does when she's sort of like her emotions get the better of her. Okay. Do you get bonus damage for fire based things? That's why I was just looking at, yeah. And she's like, and she sort of, it flames a bit stronger than she expected it to. So I can, because I can get elemental af- affinity because I'm a fire dragon. Yeah. So I can add plus four to the damage roll. Mm. Yeah. I'm a fire dragon. I'm a fire dragon. Um, and also I realized I can spend sorcery points to re-roll up to four of the dice when I don't like it, which I keep forgetting to do. 
Um, and I can spend sorcery points to like target a second creature. So I could have spent sorcery points to like target them both with the same spell, but I just keep forgetting that that's a thing I can do. That's annoying. Uh, I rolled 16 damage, please, of fire plus four, so 20. 20 damage. Fiery, fiery damage. You pummel it with this ball of fire um, while it's up on this very high rooftop, and it just, its fur gets a bit singed, and um, yeah, it just looks at you with a determined, angry face. Like, stop throwing fire at me. Well, technically I haven't thrown all fire, I've also thrown a lightning bolt. Stop making the hurty happen. <laughs> Can I throw bits of her friend at her? Let's have a... <laughs> uh, it's quite wrong. It's like on, a, on the second level. Um, Kydron will move a little bit closer, but still um, further away than Rad. Um, and just firebolt at the thing again. Okay. Um, I like this visual of like Sasha in the sky firing fire down from from the sky, and Kaidron on the ground shooting fire upward at the same time. Yeah. And, and Red just throwing detritus from the street. <laughs> Green acid spewing cats, an annoying tabaxi priest, a fun little town to explore. Uh, sorry about the abrupt ending though, the last few minutes of the fight audio were cut off for some reason, but basically uh, Rad climbed up on the roof and then immediately fell off, receiving a whole ton of damage. Uh, the cats were defeated by Kaidron and Sasha's incessant fireball tossing, and the townsfolk then piled out into the streets once the coast was clear. Uh, as I'm sure you all know by now, we could not make this show without the love and support from our amazing Patreon donors. Uh, they are Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Valdina from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Irene Cucci, Laura Christina Goodwin, Jay Splicer from Wheeler Woe Podcast, Sajah Hodgins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Raffmart, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kyndra Flores, Laura Flake, Kydela, Rihanna Kvalsic, Kim Swift from the Dice Cop, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Border, Daniel Nichols from Happy Go Lucky Podcast, <gasps> KP Squished, Alexandra Litkites, Andrew Evans, and our brand newest patron, Emily Holman from the Grow Out of It podcast. Yay! Thanks for joining us, Emily. Your podcast is uh, as, as a fellow show on the Necropoticon network, and it's also one of my favorite things to listen to. So I'm super stoked to have you on the Squadeth. Uh, if anybody else wants to show some love for the show, you, you can join us over at patreon.com slash fate of uh, to check out the reward tiers or write a nice review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Podbean or Podchaser or Pod. Pod, 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 pod. Uh, or just tell your friends that uh, there's this cool Kiwi show with the funny things. Um, or our socials, check us out there, at Fate of Ison on pretty much all of them, or good old-fashioned Fate of Ison at gmail.com. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends? Maybe a mystery? Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears. You can listen to these adventures in any order. Join us on an actual play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, and friendship. 
Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.